And we are live. Welcome back, Digital Creators, to the Digital Creator Podcast. We're in the studio with Ghost Mac. Yo, What's yo. up, Ghost Mac? What's good? How are we? And Ghost Mac is a Perth-based hip-hop artist, originally from Inland Byron, New South Wales. He was born and raised in Mount Burrell, inland of Byron Bay, before his family moved to Caratha in WA when he was 12. Ghost Mac only started making music in 2019, and by 2022, he was already selling out shows with his strong fan base. Ghost is a full-time postman, but in his spare time, he records, engineers, and markets his own music in his home studio. In this episode, we're going to talk about building a strong fan base, managing music, and being a full-time postman, the struggles as an artist in Australia, the Australian hip-hop scene, uh, the future of AI music, and his strategy for the future of his career. I'm um, happy for you to be in the studio, man. Welcome. Cool. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That's the intro and a half. Yeah, and this uh, this intro track, this is one of your new ones, eh? It's um, uh, Raining Outside. Raining Outside, Just yeah. Just dropped uh, featuring Boy Boy. So yeah, it's doing super well. It's actually like one of those songs that kind of came about so naturally. I yeah. was just like, I think one of the shortest songs I made, maybe like in an hour. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, damn, that's great. Because like, I, just, I just got the melody down and I just kind of like... It was just one of the ones that came to me. And yeah. Then, um, yeah, Boy Boy is just crazy. And yeah, he jumped on it and it's doing super well. So it's pretty cool that something so natural could kind of have the most pull, like compared to my other ones, at least. It's, it felt like it's connected with a lot more people. Yeah, sick. And do you find, like, because you kind of engineer your own music and you got your own studio. Yeah. Um, do you f- feel like you can, f- like, make music pretty quickly yeah. and get stuff out there quite I think, quick? I think having the home studio is, like, so important as a starting artist like because you can't pick when you're going to feel inspired you might be feel inspired at 2 a.m in the morning and you're not gonna like be able to hit your homie up that runs a studio and like go in for a session like you kind of just want to go into your room you know what you're doing get something down and then even if it's just a demo version and you can tighten it up at a studio or whatever it may be but i think that home studio is so important because yeah like you might be in the shower you might be half asleep you might wake up from a drink like whatever it may yeah, be for sure and you just want to like get something out something needs to come out i think if you don't have that access it can like like i can lose inspiration like i can be driving home from work and have a song pop into my mind and by the time i get home i've like lost the flow of melody and i'm just yeah. like damn it's for like sure. i can't even think of like having to try and hold on to something until i can like get into the studio in like two days or whatever like i need the home studio for sure yeah 100 and um i actually talked about this with um Christian, who's your homie as well. Shout yeah. out Christian Shout from Amore. Um, we were talking about just taking advantage of uh, that inspiration in the moment. Yeah. Like I feel as, as creators, we've got to just make moves quickly while we have that inspiration because if yeah. not, it might fade. You might yeah, yeah, lose well, that idea. That's literally how like raining outside came about. Like I got home from work and then it was like raining all day and I was just like super like – it was just like relaxed vibe. It was super chill vibe. And like by the time like it was like nighttime and I was just playing beats and that beat came on and it was still raining and I was just like. It's raining. Yeah, so it's literally <laughs> raining. Make it was just like about it, raining. <laughs> yeah, it literally just came, it came down and it's just like in that moment, like you don't want to have to worry about like, all right, let me, let me write down exactly what I'm feeling because you can't, you can't always write down exactly how you feel. Yeah. Like the music speaks in like melodies or whatever it may be. Um, at least that's how it does for yeah, me. Yeah, you got to like take advantage of that exactly, inspiration. Exactly, yeah, the moment. And um, yeah, you you didn't really release too much over 2020, but um, this year you have come out with a few tracks. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of went through a period after like releasing. I started in like 20, I think I released my first track in 2020. Um, I was like mucking around with music in, in 2019. I was like kind of just like playing on the idea um, that's when I started it, but it took me like a while to be like, actually, yeah, like I'm going to release something. Yeah. I knew I wanted to do it, but I didn't know. I mean, like find, finding that sound that you think is good enough for your first release, even though looking back now, I'm like, damn, that wasn't good enough mm-hmm. for the first. But like that first song, um, yeah, it's kind of took a while for me to like get that that sound that I wanted. Yeah. But, and then after releasing it, you quickly find out that that's not even the sound you want because yeah. like a lot of the time you're just – you're taking in from like what you're influenced by, what you're listening um, listening to more so than what you actually feel or like your yeah. past experiences. So it was kind of just like I I ran with it for a while and was releasing releasing music and then it was just kind of like, damn, like I don't even know if this is what I want to say yeah. or it wasn't what I wanted to say. 
Um, and I kind of felt like I was just like speaking shit on yeah. on beats, and I was just like, oh, like it's a like part. You, of the you, do you feel like it wasn't coming from yourself? It was you were kind of like trying to. I mean, fit the lyrics to it all. Like yeah, like it, like it was it was coming from like me, but like it was just like stuff that I wasn't really talking about anything, and I was just like, as as so as what, like. What's an example? Like, um, it's talking about like like drugs, tits, ass. Not really, like not really like that. Just t- just like shit that I don't really care about. Like yeah. stuff I want to talk about, like past experiences, which yeah. I and like. I guess that comes with learning your craft. Like you, you figure out how to do that, which I just yep. didn't know how to do that. Yep. Um, but yeah, so it took me a, like after I released like a bunch of music, not a bunch, like I, I released like four, four songs or three songs. And I just took like a, a break. Cause I kind of went into like, I was like, well, I don't know what, what I'm even yeah, saying yeah. here. I like couldn't find my space. And I was like, it just wasn't like, I think I knew that it wasn't what I wanted to put out there for. Like my brain was kind of like, just like creating a block yeah and it would kind of force me into just like making so much music until the point where i found what i wanted to say yeah. and what i think and how i feel and i also just matured like i was younger when i started um and now i've just kind of like matured and also just learn and practice and and put in hours to get to where i am so yeah releasing raining outside is kind of like the the first track that's kind of like what to expect from me in the future yeah not, not necessarily sure. that genre or that style but sort of like it's coming from a place that I actually have been through some things and yeah. it's, it's yeah. speaking from, from experiences or, and pulling that into like, yeah. um, into my story and then taking it and, and going off. Cause obviously ghost Mac and, and being an artist is you take inspiration and then you kind of put your own little twist on it and you go on your own little journey. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think it's so important to create art from yourself. Um, if you're just trying to create for a certain audience, like obviously you, you do want to have a market for your work, yeah. But you you got to create from yourself, um, your your personal experience. Otherwise, it it's not going to come off yeah. as like natural. Yeah, and now I find like I'm I'm the things I'm saying, <laughs> and um, the things I'm saying and the things I'm talking about is is super relative to what I believe is what I think, um, is what I'm doing, mm. um. And I think just, it was literally just skill level. Like I wasn't able to actually rap like that before. But now I put in, in that year break where I didn't really release anything. I was just making tracks. And even if no one in the world ever hears them, it was just for my own sort of like, all right, learn how to do this and learn how to switch up here and learn how to talk about this instead of just like repeating things that have been said by someone that you listen to, but in your own way. Mm. So, So Yeah. Do you feel like you're kind of like rediscovering yourself in a way? Yeah, massively. New sound, yeah. It's like I fully like, um, yeah, I feel like I found myself. Um, and a lot of that came through like I was working on an album. Um, for those who might know, I, I don't know if you've seen anything on, on my Instagram or anything, but Blue Hills is sort of like that's where I'm from. So it's yeah. it's it's, oh, I don't, cool. it's no, not no. called Blue Hills, but that's just how I affiliate that's home. That's your like interpretation. Yeah, yeah that's dope. Um, and it kind of like it kind of hit me like one night I was um I was driving home like we were, I was with a homie and we were just driving home and then I was just like why am I trying to like not that I was trying to be someone else but I was just like I need to just focus on my roots and yeah, where I come yeah, from and 100%. that was Blue Hills so it's kind of created like a mentality in my head and a way of life and like it's full like brought comfortability of me being who I am to the surface so I can fully just be me and I don't have to think twice about whether or not people like it because i'm just like yeah, if you like it you like it if you don't i don't care it's me and i think it, it takes a while to get to that stage as an artist like you you sure. got to actually try stuff you got to put stuff out there you got to see like oh is this me is this me massively um but then i think yeah you've got to sort of get in touch with yourself and figure out what you want to say yeah that's that's what happened with my photography as well. Like I would just go out and shoot random stuff. I, I didn't even like the stuff I was putting out. Yeah. Um. But you just got to kind of do it anyway. Just put it out, even it. if you're not really feeling. Just see what happens, and then eventually, over time, you like get to that stage. Yeah. Well, I still feel like I'm going through that now. Even like, even though I'm confident and I'm so like I believe in the music I'm putting out now or that's coming. Um, I feel like I'm still learning so much about myself. Like every single day. Like I'll make a song, and like by the time I've finished that song it'll be like 
like I'll be like so hyped off it and I'm already thinking about the next song. I'm like, yeah. this, the next one yeah. I can do is like going to be so much better. And I think that's like a, a driving point for me because it's like, what insp- like it's not in an egotistical way, but like the person that I'm inspired by is almost like my future self because I know what I can, yeah. what I can do or, or I don't know what I can do, but I believe that it might be something special. You just have like a vision. Yeah, exactly. Self, yeah, yeah a, a full, like a full vision and like, it's not that I think that like obviously I take inspiration from from other artists and stuff like that, but it's more like if I can do this in like three months' time, how much better is this gonna be if I can do another mm-hmm. version of this? You know what I mean? And that's kind of like uh, just like that unknown potential in myself is something that drives me to to keep just like keep doing it and to keep trying new things and 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 all of that. Yeah, for sure. And I think coming back to um, creating work that comes from your personal experiences yeah um i talked about this with uh another artist wirecliff and i also talked about this with dj waves who yeah has like a big uh has a deep knowledge on like hip-hop culture and stuff yeah. and yeah there is a lot of artists that try to you know create songs that are going to hit the, hit this certain market yeah. and like yeah you do i think in a way every artist does that even if you look at like drake and or like the huge names like they're going to use their lyrics to like hit a certain market market yeah um but you don't want to let that be like the leading force behind yeah. your work well it's like i might not be the best rapper i might, might not be the best singer or whatever but like i'm the best version of me yeah and i know me so if i'm rapping about me i'm never going to rap run out of things to rap about or yeah. talk about because i've been through my own experiences i've seen my own things and like I feel like a lot of people get caught up on rapping about other people's experiences and, and things that they wish they had experienced. Yeah. Um, and I think you can see through that, which I think is the problem with when I first started. I think I could even see through it, Yeah, which is like kind of like not annoying, but it's just like it made me feel like, what am I, what am I, like, what am I doing? You know, like yeah. I was like, I, I want to look at it and be like, no, that's a proud I'm proud of that and that that's something I lived through yep. and, and it take me back to a time instead of just listening to me kind of like spew random words out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, you mentioned you actually had a track to preview. Yes. Um, I was wondering if we could yeah, have we a little listen that. to that. Um, yeah. You can just connect to the Bluetooth. Yeah. All right, yeah. yeah. That's um, um, so... But yeah. t- tell us about this one. So this that's one, this one's probably my favourite track to date. Yeah. Um, What's it called? Roadcaster Pro? Yeah. Yeah. So um, my probably probably my favorite track today and is um, comes out f- the 2nd of December. Yeah. This yeah. is a first listen here, guys, so on yeah, Digital I'll, Creators I'll, Podcast. I'll a little bit of it just so we can show the viewers what we're working with. It's called Like That. When I fuck you from the back like that When I grab you by the waist and pull your head like that Like that, like that Super fine saying, oh, I'm gonna hit you right back Give a fuck about a distance You know where I'm at, where I'm at, where I'm at Twist it off, go so roll that shit up yeah. No, it's cold, you can put on my phone It's got that international so sound, you know, like I can a lot of artists try and hit the Australian market too much I feel yeah. but this this can definitely you know I can see it's being played in like clubs over yeah. years and stuff like that yeah well it's kind of got like it's kind of got that old school sort of like 2000s mm. like 50 cent almost like yeah. the bounce in the beat um, I just always ch- like I hadn't heard like a beat like this in, coming out of like Perth or like yeah. even like the Australian scene that there might be stuff that I haven't found but just um, from me I, ha- I hadn't really found that sound and I was like I kind of want to touch into that mm-hmm into that vibe and just see um what comes from it and just yeah. experiment because i was i wasn't trying to put myself in a box with just like all right you're going to be this style of rapper like you're going to yeah. do this beat and like i was just wanted to jump on stuff i like um so yeah no, that's how that come along and like without a home studio this like this song wouldn't have come out yeah. just because like i think it was like 9 30 and like i wake up hella early for work yeah and i was like nah like i don't want to like I'm just going to go for a shower and go to bed. And in the shower, I was playing the beat. Yeah. 
and I came up with like, <laughs> you just, <a> <laughs> you're just rapping in the shower. Yeah, <laughs> and that's literally like a, a so I do that all the time to try to find inspiration because people sing in the shower, and if yeah. you play a beat, the I shower it's funny. Like the shower is just a place place for inspiration right, like, all the crazy. time. Like your your craziest ideas come to yeah. you in the shower. Like yeah, thank God for showers because <laughs> like without a shower, like, yeah, I, I wouldn't have this song. But like yeah, I came up with the melody, and I was like, all right, I'll just like open up the session and and quickly like. Run, like run the melody and just let's see if it sounds good because like obviously it can sound different once recorded and mm. stuff compared to in the shower um and yeah I've c i came up with the melody and literally it was just like it just almost like it, i said this to a homie the other day it was almost like not even like me make like thinking the yeah, song yeah, like yeah. it was just like i was like the vessel and it was just like some Country, sort of yeah. yeah some sort of higher power whatever just like made me control the buttons of like doing everything and yep. it was just kind of like coming out and it was just like so easy and natural almost like the raining outside song yeah um that's how you want it to be yeah exactly that's when you know it's gonna like exactly and that's when you know it's coming from you um and your heart and like your sort of like story and spin where the other ones like i was like having to think yeah think it's about like, this and yeah like, the ones that come out good are the ones you don't really have to think about it comes like exactly. naturally you don't have to you know, yeah. planning and exactly. It's just, it's just, it's just like a flow state. You went to a flow state, and it's just like whatever's controlling you is just. You've got a purpose, and you're and you're doing that. You're serving that purpose, but sometimes you can overthink stuff, and yeah. and it just gets too messy. And like the songs that I've done before, where I've like sat on them for like three months trying to like figure out the second verse, and it's like, bro, yeah, that's it's just not the right one. Then you know what I mean? Like, if it comes natural, it's just it's so much better. I think that means you've kind of found your style and your sound when it like it's it's easy to create and then you get the the idea for the next song. Yeah. Um I think it's the same with any creative craft like when you find your style you kind of know Well what yeah to that's do. that's sort of like and and I don't really like to like sit there and write like oh the way I recorded that was I just pretty much like recorded like I would like put like four tracks into like the into the session um and I just started freestyling and trying to like i obviously had the little like original melody but then i just keep on freestyling 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 and coming like i wasn't saying anything i was just kind of like singing going in and out of pockets flows and like that's how that came about it wasn't like me sitting there going all right this bit needs to sound like this mm -hmm. and i need to rap like this on this part because like and that's what i used to do because yeah. like that's just i didn't have experience yeah, i wasn't yeah, yeah. like i hadn't found like how i work yet um and ever since like finding that sort of style where I kind of just like play a beat and I just record until something stands out and then the rest just pretty much comes after that. It's just like allowed me to like make songs so much better and like easier as well. Like it stops the overthinking because once so you... So your, would you say your creative process has changed now? Like... Yeah. And like what... How has it changed? Well, it's just like going from like... Going from like that. Like I, I got the hook down for that in probably like maybe 15 to 20 minutes. Yep. Um, and the hook was done and I did that that night but like my old songs I would have sat there for probably 15 or 20 minutes thinking of what I'm even going to say in the hook oh yeah and it's just like nah that's yeah. just it, yeah. it just sounds forced you know and um I could tell it sounded forced and maybe on the outside people when I when they hear my old stuff they're like yeah this one's still so hard but like I can hear I can hear m like me thinking about it almost if, yeah. if that makes sense like kind of like now nah, that you can tell that's not come from your heart yeah um where a song like this is just like i don't know it just comes straight off the bat and it's like you said like it's always sort of the best ones because this song and raining outside have been the s more recent ones where i've done that and they've resonated with people the most so yeah it just kind of goes to show that it really is just like following your gut your sound um and not letting like the outside noise kind of like hold you down Hundred yeah. percent, and um, switching it up a bit. Mm. So you're you're working full time as a postman. Yes, sir. Postman so, Mac. <laughs> so yeah, tell us about that. I find that like super cool, super interesting. Yeah. Um. So what's kind of like your your day to day? So I got a job like it was like this time last year as a postie. Um. Shout out my uncle for hooking that job up. Um. But yeah, it's pretty much just like early starts, early finishes. So like I start, I wake up at like four thirty every morning. Um, and I started like five, five fifteen, um, which comes in handy because I finish early, so I finish at like one twenty or before every day, Sick. just about. Um, so which obviously gives me like enough time to just, I mean, like if I'm not like working, it's pretty much just straight into my actual yeah. work, um, which is just like making music because there's not many jobs. Like I was working retail before, 
and it was just dead, bro. Like, I yeah. was just, like... The worst hours? Yeah, it was just, like, such bad hours, and, like, I felt, like, just drained from, like, yep. people, and just, like, the coming home and, like, rapping, and, like, being energized and stuff, and, like, wanting to, like, express how I feel, after you've just been, like, bottling up how you feel, and just putting on a blank face all day. Yeah. It's, like, it just doesn't work, and, like, it was, like, like, not killing me, but, like, I was just, like, getting, like, hella, like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. So... Being outside, like being opposed to you, like even though like it's raining or like it's like you're outside. I feel like everyone loves you as opposed to you, like delivering. Everyone's like, hey, exactly, how's it going? Bro. You don't shit. have to deal with like people's shit. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're on your own. You're doing your thing. And bro, like for some reason, like the Australian culture just loves posties. Yeah. Like unless you get some like real like whack person. Yeah. Like nine times out of Facts. ten, like they're fucking, they like <laughs> offer you drinks. Like they were like so nice to you. Like they, it's like you're a friend. They all come out the front for a chat. Yeah. It's literally just like, you're like almost like a little like local superhero. Like yeah. these people just like, cause I mean like you're delivering, unless it's late, if you're mm. delivering late parcels then people are hella mad, but like mm-hmm. <laughs> it is what it is. True. But yeah, I don't know. It's just sort of like, it's a, it's an easy job. You get in and out, you do your thing and it gives me enough time to work on my music, which is the main thing. Like that's all I want to be able to do. So. And I've actually seen you use it as sort of like a marketing strategy yeah like uh oh, you showing your postman work tiktok did you yeah. see yeah what, yeah what did the tiktok say um i think it was like all these people don't even know that this their post is going to be like the best rapper out of the yeah, city yeah, or some yeah. shit <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. good i so love was, that yeah it was mainly just like yeah like i was just thinking like all these people i think it was like i think i did deal with like a shitty customer that day or like someone was hell mad for their parcel being late and i was like bro like the fuck I, yeah. i'm not gonna be doing this for yeah. the rest of my life and i was just like none of these people like know that i'm literally dropping, in like a couple years tracks. yeah they're gonna be fucking like talking about me in a completely different sense i'm gonna yeah. come through their radio instead of delivering their fucking mail yeah so yeah that was kind of the idea but i definitely i should do more of those like tap into that like posty tiktok stuff because i feel it resonates with i mean everyone in yeah, australia 100 i've seen i've seen a lot of just viral tiktoks in general surrounding like posties and i think yeah yeah, if you really owned it and you yeah, tapped into that that posting and created some more content, mm. um, even like just throwing it out there, you could do it for like a year. You could build up like a crazy following just based around that style. Yeah. And then if you're taking it like you wanted to post more serious stuff, now that you got that follower base, like yeah, you'd exactly. be able to do that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, literally, like I said before, everyone knows their posty. So, like, yeah. and I looked at like posties of TikTok and I, like that was one of the hashtags. I had like, 11 million like yeah. tags or something i was yeah. like what the fuck like yeah. i thought i thought it was going to be hella low but like it seems People to be a thing posties. yeah so if i can just like do that more and i think releasing more music because like i haven't been able to fully market myself the way i want to or get stuff out because i've been so quiet but now that i'm like coming back into my in my in my zone and i've got music coming out cons- like consistently i can like actually market properly and mm. like for new tracks and different tracks and different ideas instead of just like kind of like random one-off things you know get momentum going yeah for sure i think um it's interesting the phenomenon that like people love posties i think yeah in australian culture people love um so like i guess blue collar workers like builders yeah tradesmen <laughs> posties um i think maybe maybe that's what most like most people do so yeah, then they yeah, relate yeah. to it more yeah um and, and also kind of t- ties into the topic of the tall poppy syndrome, I think, because um, there is that culture around having more s- respect for people that are doing yeah what everyone else is doing, um, which is like, yeah, the tradie postman thing. Whereas yeah. if you're an outlier and you're trying to do something different or you're trying to you know make a name for yourself in your creative yeah. craft, there is that like tall poppy yeah, that's, culture. That's true. Yeah, I feel like Australia is just like, I mean, Perth definitely because Perth is really just like a small town. But like Australia overall is just like a massive small town. Like we're so behind everywhere else, especially in like the hip hop and music scene. Um, we're so behind like like the US and even like the UK and stuff like that. So I think like a lot of that like tall poppy syndrome just comes from like, I don't know really what it is, but like I think it's just because not it's never really been a thing that Australians are known for like yeah, you don't like true. now a lot of people are rapping now and yeah. like you know it's becoming more normal which is dope because it's putting so much more into the scene but like before like it's like one of your homies being a rapper was like not really 
Yeah. No, you know what I mean? Like you, you were talking about Kylie Minogue before, like that. Yeah, was a sort of phenomenon. Yeah, like well, it's like I think like she was always given like she was always like not hated, but like she was definitely like struggled to get the support, and then as soon as she like blew up overseas, it all switched and like yeah. everything was like Kylie Minogue, like our Kylie. It's like, like all, all the stuff. the people from America are accepting her, and yeah. So then, so now, now it's we, cool. we can do it. Yeah. yeah, now it's cool, and it's just like I find that as well. Like people, like people almost see it as like because of their insecurities or or because they're not doing something that they want to do and they're too scared to kind of take that jump because their parents won't, don't want them to or yeah, because yeah, their yeah. friends don't don't think it's whatever, you know, it might be. It's like when you do it, it's almost like a, like, fuck you for like yeah. thinking you can do that when it's just like, bro, like just like support like get around people like yeah. everyone's just doing what they want to do and like especially when you're when you're starting exactly like when you're starting and you want to do something different i do think yeah most parents are like oh no kind of like stay on track get a regular yeah. job blah, blah, blah. have this path that yeah everybody. and then because everyone else is getting that then they give it to sort of other, yeah. to other people well people are so quick to quit on themselves as well before they even give anyone else an opportunity they quit on themselves like so many people that get asked what they want to do and before they even say what they want to do, they've quickly cancelled it out and put like, oh, I want to be a teacher. Yeah. It's like, if that's what you actually want to do, that's dope. Do, the, do your thing. Yeah. But like, really, they want to be a singer. But yeah. they just get told, oh, no, there's not enough jobs. Or like, oh, no, there's no money in that. Or like, oh, do you know how hard you're going to have to work? It's like, yeah. like just do what you want to do and own it. And, and if exactly. you put enough hard work in and like persistence and like persistence, delusion, I think so, like, delusion is massive like you almost need to live off delusion to yeah. to get to like if you w say you wanted to be a pop star like delusion you need to have that like crazy yeah. like self-belief yeah and just think that like you can be that because without that it's like you're just gonna fall into like the trap of like all right yeah no nah, that's true i it's see like, it's uh, just like investing in yourself like um yeah it's it's more like self-belief like for real, yeah. if you just keep doing what you want to do that's you're just only going to get better at it better exactly. and better at it and um on top of that yeah like it you don't have to be like a rapper or a celebrity or an actor like to have a fulfilling life like exactly. some people actually want to be fucking posties exactly, or yeah. teachers and it's like i fuck with that like yeah exactly do, do what you want we need do. that we yeah. need that but like don't be the don't don't cancel yourself out and yeah. go down a road that you're actually not going to be happy in 20 years time mm. you know like I'm really big on just like if you want to do something like just do it like fuck what fuck what like anyone else says because they're too insecure to go for their for their goals you know and mm -hmm. I think I think like that's massive on my like on my parents especially yeah. like my parents have always been super supportive like no matter what Dope. I've done like everything that from from a young age you know like they've they've been harsh on me and like not maybe not harsh but like they've guided me in directions and stuff but they've never been like oh why would you want to do that or like mm why are you doing music now or like why do you well, you can't do like you can't play sports as a career like it's always been if that's what you want to do and you're going to work hard like do it and just go for it and they've always given me like the opportunities and like just uh, like i think it comes from how you're brought up a lot of the time as well and if you're brought up in a in a household or in a family where it's kind of like you want to you want you have a dream but like you're brought up around like the nine to five lifestyle it's very hard for you to break that cycle because mm -hmm. like that's just a normal thing which is like that's how it is but like if you've got parents who've kind of tried different things and they came from like creative backgrounds or they tried different different things and just like the regular nine to five then you're going to be a lot more um you're going to feel like i feel like my the reason i feel like i can chase music is through my mum and dad's passion for music yeah it's like their love for it allowed me to be like no nah, i can do this and, it's, mm -hmm. and i'm not going to feel judged and they can at least relate to it because exactly. they've had experience in music yeah. and they're like oh you know he's he's like i was passionate about music exactly and i think that's just that, uh, sometimes that falls off with like other people and their parents might not have done the same mm -hmm. thing so it's hard for them to understand but yeah i think without your parent and a lot of people want to impress impress their parents so like by me doing music, I feel like I'm impressing my parents more. Not that I do it for them, you mm. know, but like I feel like I'm accepted for doing that rather yeah. than like if I chose to do music, it'd be like, oh, why aren't you like, why aren't you getting a trade or like, mm. why aren't you going to uni? You know what I mean? Like yeah. that sort of thing. And because um, you only started in 2019, but yeah, you know, you, you've been selling out shows and that sort of thing. Yeah. So how have you kind of, and obviously you got your collective 400. Yeah. Yeah, so 
And uh, yeah, I just want to know about your collective and how did you build such like a strong fan base to be able to sell out shows? Um, so yeah, the collective 400 comes from, um, I was actually overseas when it was created. Um, it's got three members. So we got DZ 400, uh, Caleb 400 and myself. Um, Caleb's like a visual director, creative director. He does like crazy videos. Um, he's killing it at the moment. Like, um just yeah like the standard of like videos coming from him and like and he's only been doing it like really like he's only done like i think he's done like six videos but like the standard in like six videos is crazy and um daisy daisy rapper um mixer master engineer he does it all as well it's sort of just us three we all went to school together as mm -hmm. youngsters and it's kind of just like I was actually overseas. But you went like to school in New South Wales? Caratha. Or oh, Caratha, okay. Yeah, so that's where we all met. Um, I was actually overseas when 400 was like kind of developed. It was more like um, Deezy and Caleb sort of like came up with it together. Um, and I was overseas, but obviously they're my best mate. So I was always like involved. I was always supporting and stuff. Yeah. And then when I came back, it was kind of like, oh yeah, let's run. Let's mm -hmm. all do this. Mm -hmm. And and we all kind of we all kind of jumped on board and like, yeah, ever since then, like being in Perth, we've just always wanted to kind of like break the roof and do something different. Like talking about that, like we never wanted to do a trade or we never wanted mm. to do like a nine to five. It was always like, we just didn't see ourselves doing that. Um, so like having uh, like-minded people around you helped massively, you. Yeah. Because as well, you can relate to that. And like, so like if all my friends were just doing nine to five trades, like it would be hard for me to really like step out of the box um, even though you got to, like, even like at 16, um, I left school to like move overseas to play sports. Um, and that was a hard thing to do because like I, I dropped out of school and like so many people were like, what, like you're going to drop out of school to go play soccer in Spain? Like what yeah. the hell? Like that, that's, but it's just like, you've just got to do it and you've just got to believe that you can do it and, and take that step. But, um, yeah, that's, that's, pretty much us three 400 obviously as a family we've got way more people mm -hmm. that we associate with in 400 but we're kind of like the the three that are kind of pushing it at the moment mm -hmm. and really running with it and we all play our part there'll be more people in 400 in the future um but at the moment it's just like it's us three boys and um yeah what was the other one the, the uh, so your, your fan base like how did you build such a strong fan base in honestly like such a short period of time I think the like thing because selling, like in my opinion, selling out shows is kind of like, yeah. I guess it's the main income for artists, but also it's the main indicator that people are really like messing yeah. with your stuff. Yeah, no, that's true. That's facts. Um, I think it came from just like performing. Really, like we were, we were just like, as soon as we got a chance to perform, we wanted to perform so bad. As soon as we got that chance, we just like, just like just was so active like me and Deezy um played sports since a young age together he's like just as well as Kayla like both my best mates but on stage from playing sports like me and Deezy I think kind of ca carried like a chemistry from like playing sports together to being on stage together and we could just like really work the crowd and I think I wasn't releasing too much music and even though we were hella new on the scene I think just like that the like dynamic duo sort of on stage mm -hmm. and just having energy and just like going crazy and, and and turning up i think kind of like left people going like oh what like who are those two yeah. like who, who's 400 like wh wh what are they about and then ever since then it's kind of progressed into like yeah selling out shows and stuff like that and i think it just really comes down to like the music and like how you perform the music because like people might come and do a show with like you know like a lot of the guys i'll do shows with now way more streams than me yeah. and like someone might have 300 300,000 streams where you come on stage and they're just like mm. they're like yeah. you, their shoulders are like yeah. hunched over yeah. they're like walking they're like not really engaging interesting with the I think yeah I think uh, you guys are kind of doing I'd say like old school method because you know back in the day there wasn't streaming there yeah. was like records or whatever shows were like the main thing yeah so you had to be good at it but now you don't actually have to be that good because we yeah. have auto-tune yeah, we yeah. have um Spotify, like and you have streaming inst platforms, you have Instagram. Instagram, like you can just watch videos. Yeah. Um, so that's really sick that you're taking the shows like the most serious because that's actually when you're really you're seeing your fans, you connect yeah. with your fans. Well, I feel like that's the best part of it. Like you make music to perform, to perform, <laughs> and like I think like I went through that phase in in COVID where I kind of was going through a bit of like a, a block, and I think like 
you need shows to be able to feel what the music is doing, you know? You need to be able to feel, all right, this song is resonating with these people. And even though it's not like a massive crowd, like you can still see people's faces and how you're impacting them with that sound or that song or that beat, you know? And when there's COVID, uh, like when COVID was around, it's like you couldn't, you couldn't do that. Like you were just putting it out just on the internet and mm. that was it. There was no like a feel. There was, it was kind of just like, yep, that's out. And I wasn't releasing music, but still the shows were, when they came back, it fully allowed me to kind of take that next step because I was allowed to express my new music and see how people were taking it. And that's uh, that's really how I think I built a name for myself to yeah. now because I haven't even released really in in like a year and a half i hadn't released any music but i was i was selling out shows not just myself like there was obviously other acts and everything who were who were doing their part as well but still getting a packed being on a lineup where it's a sellout and performing in front of that many people and and having it go as a, as a success is like i think it goes to show about one the music and and who you are as an artist and how you yeah. are as a performer which at the end of the day is i'm a performer so I think yeah i thing. think yeah at the end of the day the answer is kind of obvious you you're doing you perform shows really well yeah. people go see those shows they're like they want to come back it's like yeah. a returning customer basically yeah exactly and i think once the music's out it's going to be even even bigger and better because like i'll be performing songs that aren't even out and people so are seeing you, you really have that confidence on stage like you yeah um and you said um it helps that you had that collective so maybe some of your boys yeah. on stage like well just having you that having energy. them around at the start um definitely at the start helped like i guess yeah what's what's your process like before you go on stage how do you um kind of summon that energy and that confidence and honestly at the start it was just like you were just like nerves and i like drunk hella is this every show you're kind of a little bit nervous or yeah you get you get a little bit of like nerves not so much anymore because i think i'm confident in performing and i'm confident in like what i'm doing um definitely at the start because obviously it's just a new thing. You're in a new field. You're performing in front of people. All eyes are on you. But then when you kind of feel like you kind of get into a pocket and you know that the music's got quality and you know like how you feel about it, then you can kind of just go on there and be like, nah, like I know what I'm doing. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm bringing something to the table and like I'm going to perform for you guys. Yeah. Um, and I think that now is what I've kind of hit. Like I've kind of just hit a pocket where I'm like, I don't even, I don't even really think about it now. Yeah. I just jump up on stage yeah. and it's kind of like, it's just like a I know it takes a lot of work to be able to like summon sort of that energy yeah. and have that confidence I I to do it. honestly I almost don't even don't even think about it now yeah. and cuz like as soon as as soon as the beat starts it's almost just like my my body or whatever Your, takes over Is it like yeah your mind switches off and you yeah, just let fully okay, Yeah cool. my mind fully switches off and it's just like it happens and like it's just like that's such a good feeling because you can just fully connect and that's how I know it's for me because I don't think about what I'm doing. It just happens and if people resonate with it and they like what I'm doing, then it's just like, all right, let's keep doing this. I think um, just the genre of hip-hop, you get like the craziest audiences. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you look at like Playboy Cardi performing or – um, I know there was like it's Rolling crazy. Loud a few years ago, maybe 2019 with um, X and Ski Mask and stuff. So like crazy. The, the crowds are insane. <laughs> After seeing that that X and Ski, like Rolling Loud Miami, I was just like, that's like for me is like my goal. Like, Imagine that energy. I can't wait to just like perform there. Like that's that's definitely something I'm going to gonna do in the future. And it's like one of the main things like – it's like I don't give a fuck Once I get to there Rolling Lab Miami It's like damn I, I, I feel it. like I've done it Yeah and until then It's like no, nah, Keep going Yeah so Unless I sell out Rolling Lab Miami Then it's then it is just a Continued battle For sure And um, Who are like your Inspirations for your music um, My main inspiration I'd say is Russ I don't know if you've Heard of yep. Russ Yeah yeah So he's definitely My main My crazy main work ethic And like yeah. He's got that Marketing strategy Yeah I like my personal take on it is like, I like how he just simplifies anything. His his music art, like you can yeah. see how his music art's always the same, bang, bang, bang. It's yeah. just the mentality of like putting out tracks. Yeah, and it's, yeah, that w- well, that work ethic is something that I resonate with because I've always just been someone that's like not afraid to just fucking just like, I don't know, work hard. And it's not even that I look at it as wor- as as working hard. It's just something that I feel like if you feel confident, not confident, if you feel like passionate about something, 
then why wouldn't you work hard? And if you yeah. don't really work that hard, then you don't really feel passionate about it. And yeah. yeah, and he just like has such good takes and, and you know, he was a little bit like not liked at the start and yeah. there was like some different opinions and stuff, but I'd always like supported him and followed him. So yeah, he's definitely my main inspiration. Obviously like you got like your Drake's, your Kanye's, like Jay-Z's, um, stuff like that. But yeah, for my main, my main go-to, like who I look to, not even just in the music, but like as a yep. business and as and as a artist or how to run a business or like he's runs a label as well and it's all that sort of stuff. So it's just like I take little bits from everyone and try to blend it all in together. But and yeah, do you want to be signed as an artist or what's like your kind of direction and how I'll you want to market yourself and make it? I want to be independent until I can be in the position where I can sign to a label, but still own all my music. Like yeah still i want yeah i want to have that i want to have that leverage i don't want to go into a, into a room and they say you know we'll give you a million and we own all your we own all your music and then you're our artist for three years yeah. it's like nah let's go into a thing and it's like 50 50 on anything we do moving forward or whatever it may be but like i've already got the momentum and and the fans and yeah. and the infrastructure to be like well if if you guys don't want that i'm I don't need you anyway. So I want to go into something after I've built a name for myself and, and see what happens. But for the main part, I just want to, I want to be independent because, you know, More freedom. I like, freedom. Yeah, yeah, I like, I like being able to do what I want when I want. And, and I think that's the, that's the, that's being an artist, you know, yeah. you create and do what you want. Like all these other borders kind of just take you it out of you. It doesn't help yeah. your creative process. Takes the love out of the game, you know. For sure. And, do you think uh, you could be a full-time artist in Perth, in Australia? Like, I think I think you could. It's just hard. Like, I feel like in Australia, there's such a there's still such a stigma on like on even like hip hop and rap. Like, it's there's there's like a roof you can hit, and I feel like if you want to, I hope it changes i feel like it's starting to change now where australia is becoming a little bit more tapped into becoming its own scene and its own thing and creating its own sort of like nah we're australian we've got our thing yeah rather than like someone getting on and it's like all right 10 minutes later i'm jumping i'm going over yeah. to america and it's like i definitely want to do that I, I i aspire to get to america and hit europe and hit all of that um but i think yeah it's still pretty difficult to really get to a level where you can burst on both yeah. scenes it's sort of like you either you either blow up and you go to america or you blow up and stay in australia it's not really like you can stay in australia and blow up in, in america you kind of have to make that switch um why do you think most hip-hop artists have to go to australia to make it or go to america i mean to go to america, america yeah i think that's just because I think the scene really like I think we've got I mean in America there's so many different avenues there's so many different people and hip hop has been their sound has been their thing hip hop and rap has been that's that's like where it originates from yeah, you know it, yeah. so like there's that's that's the top but within Australia it's like hip hop and rap hasn't always been the top so it's like you can get to a certain level and then it's kind of like there's still so many other genres and other like factors you've got to jump through to become the top dog in Australia. Whereas like you could get to a certain level where you're doing really well in Australia. And then if you're good enough, you make that move and then you blow up there and you blow up in Australia because of it. But I feel like, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy how you have to blow up in America to blow up in Australia. Like it doesn't make yeah, sense. It's yeah. I feel like it, I think it again, it's that culture or, or like saying what you were saying with Carla Minogue, how she had to, you know, she wasn't liked in Australia and then because America was like yeah, backing her. Australia yeah, well, it, it just, it's sort of like that tall, not tall poppy syndrome. It is in a way, but I think it's just... We, we kind of copy a lot of the American yeah, culture. Yeah, we, we don't think it's cool until they think it's cool. And yeah. I think that's what is changing now. It's it's like yeah, I think I think it is because of social media and exactly. TikTok and everything. We're kind of like, we're... Yeah, it's that's, that's we're not like dissolving. we're not like Oz rap anymore. We're not like Aussie rap now. It's kind of like people like the Kid Leroy, for example, and stuff like that have kind of. And what what would you like, define as Australian hip hop? Well, I'd probably say what's going on, like the stuff I'm making now. 
and 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 the people around me in, yep. in this scene sort of like i think that's what's coming out as aussie hip-hop because hip-hop is the number one music genre in the world yeah now is the most popular you know and um australia is slowly starting but, to tap in but there's not that uh, that australian sound i mean yeah. We did, we had like Hilltop Hoods and 360 and, guys, yeah. you know, with the Australian accent. Like yeah. um, I was talking to DJ Waves and we were like trying to figure out like, oh, what, what is Australian hip hop? And he was asking yeah. the question like, is it the accent? Does the accent make the, yeah. well, I think the, the, accent, the genre the if ac- there is one? Yeah, I think that was, that was sort of making the genre. But now like so many people are like. It's multicultural. Yeah, so. and, it, and it's not even an accent thing anymore because people like myself and, and are rapping with how we've heard music. So I didn't grow up listening. I mean, I listened to Hills Up Hoods and stuff, but I was inspired by Drake's, Kanye's, Jay-Z's, Russ, yep. stuff like that. True. So for me, naturally, it does. it's not like I'm forcing an accent. It just comes out that way because that's what I've been influenced yep. by. Therefore, it's changing and making movements towards that American sound, but we're still from Australia. So it's sort of kind of going... Actually, that makes a lot of sense. I hadn't heard that take, yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of, yeah, it's going in that vibe and it's allowing people to come... <laughs> that come onto the scene with like that singing singing melodies and 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 you know it's not like like even recently someone said to me like so what makes you like put on an accent and i'm like no like it's i don't i'm not putting on an accent it's just that's what you that yeah. is what you grew up listening that's to like even as australian to. you grew up listening to american exactly. so hip-hop that, music so that's how that's how it's going to come out and and i think that's what's sort of changing um and making it okay and now it's kind of changing the way of how Australia sees music because that sort of sound and that American sound is no longer becoming just an American sound. It's becoming it's like a global sound. Yeah. It's becoming a global sound. And through like TikTok, Instagram, like you could be the kid in the middle of like, you could be in Alice Springs and you could make a song and you sound like you're from Atlanta mm. and like, all you need is like, however, I do think there are, you know, there are genres in hip hop. Um, say, in London, you have yeah. grime. Like yeah, they yeah, have their yeah. own sound. Yeah. In, uh, I'm sure, like in Atlanta, there's a s- certain sound. Yeah. Atlanta got the heavy trap and yeah, stuff like that. Trap. Chicago um, have drill. Drill. Yeah, sh- yeah. Drill from Chicago. Yeah. So, like, I do have to ask a question: Like, why haven't we developed our own sound here in Australia? I think it's. I th- I honestly just think it's because we're so far behind. Like we're just. We are as a country, like we've always been behind, behind in fashion, behind in this, like, and hip hop has been something that is only sort of coming to the scene now. So right now I feel like these next few years is going to be really strong for Australian hip hop because we're really starting to put our roots into the, into the ground and like grow as Australian hip hop, you know? And I think that's, that's the difference is, is before it was Australian hip hop, Hilltop Hoods, like Cursor. Mm -hmm just like real Aussie um, rap, but yeah. now it's kind of like changing and, and it's becoming, yeah, this is sort of becoming Aussie rap because you look you look at like the AU drip like and you scroll through like the Spotify playlist of all the Australian like hip-hop and stuff and it's like none of them really sound like Cursor and yeah, yeah, Hilltop yeah. Woods anymore yeah. because that's not really, and in a way they are just trying to replicate what's going on in America because that's what's hot, yeah. but also that's just how hip-hop is going and that's the direction it's going in in Australia. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of... So I think uh, I'd say the the type of music that coming out of that's successful that's coming out of Australia, I'm just talking about from what I see from Perth. I mean, you have yeah. like Tame Impala and then Spacey Jane. They've kind of yeah. like... Well, they dominate. That's, that's, the, that's the sort of main thing the, the, now. It's like the indie, indie rock, rock genre. Yeah, that's definitely... And that's like, like what we we're talking about before, like the roof, unless you're kind of like... like when you get to that level, like obviously with Triple J, um, a lot tri- of I say Triple J backs that that music yeah, really hard Triple rather J, than any other. Yeah, well, that probably. that's 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 what sells, you know. So that's what they're gonna play and that's what they're gonna support. Um, so it makes being a hip hop artist in Australia harder, but I think it's it's changing and I think tides are turning. But um, I think that that sound is always gonna be uh, a, like that sort of like indie rock beach sort of like be cool to have even maybe even like your collective 400 could yeah create some genre like they, they, i could i think it is possible to have a genre come out of yeah you know, even a state like 
Yeah. Perth, maybe well, Perth could have a genre. I don't know. I don't know how much I'm allowed to talk on this, but I know Caleb's work in like he's doing a video at the moment. Um with a hip hop rapper and like a band that's like super like uh, indie oh, rock sick. sort of stuff. Oh, they're collaborating. Oh, yeah, so like he's dope. got like a he's doing the video and it's like hip hop and then those guys and I think like oh that's sick. It's actually. gonna be crazy because like having his mind, which is sort of like a hip hop mind, that's where like the music he's influenced by, blending with like another hip hop artist who's blending with like a band yeah, that's like dude. full like Oz I think it's gonna that actually that could waves. be the answer man like you see you see these bands yeah. that type of music is it sort of like an indie rock band or yeah is they it? are they're very yeah. like yeah so that that could be the answer because you see indie rock being very successful in exactly, yeah. Australia like especially you know Spacey Jane they like blew up last year take off yeah so if hip hop artists kind of collaborated with that sound I, yeah. I haven't heard anything like that before so yeah that could well, be I definitely want to touch into that like into that sound at some point um because like my dad like his music was predominantly like he's, he's super musical and he's like punk artist so a lot of the stuff i grew up on was like dad's punk music um like a lot of like heavy bands and then mum's also like super into her bands and stuff so like i grew up on like a blend of like that dad sound and mum mum was a little bit more into like your hip-hops and stuff like she'd listen to like the black ips and like um the fujis and stuff like that so like it was like a good blend um but then like my older brother and sister would listen to like akon and like all of those guys when they were coming up in like the early 2000s so like i was like growing up in a household where it was like it might be like jeff buckley and red hot chili peppers and then like grinspoon and like akon so it was like a super dynamic range of just all these different sounds and i think like going like from my dad's music I obviously like my dad's music so I want to try and blend the two and I've done a few st- a few tracks that are unreleased like where I've sampled dad's songs and like Dope. it's been like a punk rock sort of like Sick. rock stuff but yeah I, I definitely want to try and touch into that market and try and see if I can hit the market where it's sort of that that blend between Australian hip-hop and I think what is becoming Australian yeah hip-hop. honestly I think that that could be the answer because yeah if you have you know the Australian market being the indie rock and then even um yeah you see that sound being pushed in america you have these yeah. bands like Sam Pyle and spacey jane huge um if you collaborate you tap into that sound with hip-hop it's yeah. creating like a new sound and it's like an australian sound yeah, exactly you guys are collaborating and on top of that you see um you know with the rise of juice world and that, like yeah. the alternative hip-hop scene yeah so many more like even post malone so many more rappers are implementing like acoustic guitars yeah. into their sound yeah. you've, you've blended Massive. as well yeah exactly so if you like and I'm, I'm super keen to hear caleb's stuff like collaborating with like an indie band i think that's yeah. like a sick idea yeah that would work. i think i haven't seen any parts of the video i know they've shot some of it um or yeah i don't know i don't know how much i'm allowed to say <laughs> yeah, i don't know I don't but think wh- what's um do you want to plug Oh, I can add yeah, him in the show yeah, notes. Yeah, Caleb, Caleb four hundred on um on YouTube. Check all this stuff out. Hit him up for videos, <laughs> um and and yeah, DZ obviously DZ four hundred on, on on Spotify and everything like that. So those are the four hundred boys. Um, and if you follow either of us, you're gonna see the rest of the family. So yeah, tap into everyone else on there. Sure. And um, what's kind of on the horizon? For you, is it? Have you got some more shows or some tracks? Yeah. Like, obviously, you got the the single coming well, we, out. Yeah, well we got like that coming out December the second, and we've also found out yesterday that I'm gonna be performing at the there's like a jargon uh, cabinet noir oh, on the second, the Friday Sick. night. So I'll be performing at that, which is dope. Hey, I'll be so, there. Yeah. Oh, real dope. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll be performing. I'll be performing there. I'll probably. I don't know how long I've got to perform. But I'll obviously do like that and probably like maybe just like four other just like crazy tracks and try to get the place jumping. Sick. Um, That's dope, man. Everybody, yeah, get get behind Jargon as well. Yeah. Stay tuned for that. Yeah, Jargon and Morclo, all that. Get behind it. And um and then yeah, it's just pretty much singles. Like I've been working on so much music ever since kind of having that that like period where I just kind of took a break. It's just been like straight out just working on like just so much music and I'm working on album um that's like kind of like i said before like oh, yeah. the blue hills um i love that name yeah Kinda, yeah 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 I, it's just like a, it just resonates i feel like and as well like i felt like blue hills for some reason every so it many people forest hills uh oh forest hills <laughs> Drive, yeah <laughs> yeah well so many people have resonated with like the blue the blue and i like, think it's like the blue mountains of sydney yeah and then uh 
it just it paints a picture yeah i think it's like as soon as you hear it you kind of your mind goes to a certain spot um but yeah i was just over there and we got like a bunch of footage we recorded some music yeah me and daisy we went over there for a couple weeks so i kind of like i i found my pocket and i made like 13 tracks for the album and i was just like i kind of let and then i dipped and i was like all right kind of not lost my way because i knew what i wanted to say but i kind of lost the motivation and then going there and touching the soil being around the people feeling that sort of like that that way of life has like lit that flame again so now i'm ready to um yeah that'll probably yeah that'll probably come out towards the end of the year but until then it's just it's just singles and some of the singles that that i've got is just um yeah i'm super confident i I totally relate to that as well like i'm in a position where like i haven't posted in a while doesn't mean i've been think haven't been thinking about my work and stuff but i just needed to take that that break figure out like just kind of take these different pieces from the experiences i've had and like line it up and ready to like jump back yeah it can get it can get Mm. a lot as well like you're always like being like an artist or or a photographer or whatever it may be that you're doing you know you always feel like if you're not doing anything like you're, or you're not posting or you're not releasing it's like you're you're getting almost behind, feeling yeah. yourself like you're getting behind um and to other people it seems like that as well but like as long as you're just working on something every day like a brick a day doing yeah, one thing that, that relates to to whatever you want to do in the end goal like you know you're still going to be doing something every single day like i was on the plane going over there and i was just like what the hell like i felt so i could i was like trying to make beats Dizzy was making beats next to me but like i was like tucked in on this like a plane and i was like trying to make beats and i was like fuck i can't i can't like do it so i was like fuck, i'll write a verse so i like yeah. brought up a, like one of the songs i did and i wrote a verse and i was just like i was just writing about being like in this fucking economy sea like with like fucking squished in and i was like that just gives me the hunger to be like, nah, let's fuck, like, let's get to work and like. One day I'm gonna be on my jet. Exactly, bro. <laughs> I'll be recording, like, stretching, all that shit. Like, that's that's what it comes to. So, hundred percent. And uh, in terms of um, like over the next year, are you gonna go hard on like what sort of outlets in terms of marketing are you gonna go hard on yeah. like TikTok? Yeah, I'll probably Instagram. Like, where's your focus? Yeah, it'll it'll probably be everything to be honest because I'll have consistent music. I just want to try and hit every market and I'm I'm meeting the right people um I'm I'm gaining contacts in the right areas now that I'm being a bit more active so I can I can sort of rely on other people to sort of help me um find the right people to help find me so I think is yeah TikTok's definitely going to be something I'm trying to trying to tap into a little bit more um as well as yeah Instagram everything but TikTok at the moment is just like free advertising yeah, hundred percent. No, it's so. I think it's so important to kind of focus um, on TikTok. It's such a good outlet for uh, creators. Even your TikTok's popping, isn't it? Yeah. So I've got a TikTok for my um, photography seen, account. Yeah, I've seen some of the numbers on that. Like yeah, the one of the car. Yeah, got like over a mil. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I haven't actually posted on there in like a year. I swear, but real. Have you I, I developed like the knowledge of how to do that. So like yeah. I know I can do it again. So okay, now I'm applying yeah. that to like digital creators. So I'm making yeah. like little videos that Clips. are hitting it. I'm going to, but like you, I'm, I'm like getting, I'm kind of like figuring out my new sort of direction. Yeah. And then I'm going to like jump back into it. I know exactly what to do on TikTok exactly, to like yeah. blow up. So it's almost like it's more important to like know the knowledge of how to yeah. do well on well, you got to study it. And I think yeah. a lot of people just jump on and like, <laughs> They tr- to chuck up some videos and like, damn, this shit isn't working. Like, it's whack. Get off. Yeah. But it's like, you've no, actually, you actually got to put in the... Try like, put it out there. Yeah. Like even making music is not just making music. It's like watching watching YouTube videos of how to like mix, how to master, exactly. how to engineer, how to do this. And like all of that is a part of it. And people, yeah. even like watching interviews, like every day I'll, I'll watch a new interview with some rapper, even if I don't listen to them because they're sitting in a seat I want to be sitting in. Facts. And like no matter even if it's an hour of pointless conversation for like that five minutes they might give me a gem that changes my whole ethic or the way i think about things is is that's a part of work like, yeah exactly and like that that's what it comes to you know as long as you're doing little bits of and trying to take little things from every single avenue you can and just soak everything up like you'd be silly not to especially in 2022 when the information is all over tiktok it's all over YouTube. yeah exactly every, like keep learning no, guys there's no reason to not you know what i mean so yeah yeah, and I think it's it's true you're saying like just put like one brick down every single day. Yeah. And 
you'll but, be able to build a house. Yeah, I struggle with that because like I'm just like I beat myself up if I don't like mm. work if I've not done like a like if I don't do a verse or if I don't do half a song in a day or, or a song or whatever. Like I'm so like like what am I doing? Like I'm mm-hmm. wasting my time and like I get full in my head. But it's like yeah, but you've watched an interview, you've read this, you've yeah, done exactly. like this research on like no, this marketing page. You know what I mean? So it's like. Yeah just have to kind of take the good with the bad and, and realize that you are working hard and like sometimes you can work too hard sometimes you can work too hard and i struggle with that exactly you don't want to get um burnout creative burnout yeah but um yeah thanks so much uh ghost mac for coming on um where can people find you know your work and uh spotify um, spotify soundcloud tiktok amazon youtube everything twitter facebook ghost mac 400 um, sometimes Twitter and all that, not like Spotify, like to fuck around and not put me up. So yeah. just look up Mac Four Hundred, and I'll come up. And um, yeah, soon you won't be able to lose where I am. So yeah, and um, stay tuned for the performance at the Jargon yes, sir. event. Uh, stay tuned for the new single. Yeah, um, Ghost Max coming up. Um, stay tuned. Yeah. Thanks again, man. Thank you, bro. I appreciate you having me. Peace out, guys. Thanks for listening. I just had to let it run a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is sick. This is, by the way, this is Ciroc. <clears throat> yeah, shout out Diddy. Ciroc better send you a check. 